You're listening to Once, episode 290, Mother's Little Helper, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC, blah, 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 the final battle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Aaron. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I am right now holding a microphone in my hands. Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) We are getting the final battle. I am thrilled. They refer to the final chapter, the end of the story, makes it really sound like this is the series finale coming up as well, which I know there are mixed emotions about whether the show should or should not go on. Regardless, I'm excited about the thought that they have this planned and that I'm I'm, I'm convinced this is our last season. Now, I know there are thoughts and the authors, the writers have said ways that Uh, The show could go on in future seasons. I don't know what those ways would be, but I I really feel like this will be it. They'll end it on a good note with the final battle. (laughs) Just like they said in the pilot. Yes. The final battle will begin. This episode, oh, was so good. So, so (laughs) good. I don't know who wrote this episode yet. We'll discuss that in our full discussion coming up soon. But these are... Only our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place. And I might drop the mic a few more times in this episode (laughs) or in the upcoming full discussion. It'll get dented and bruised, but that's okay because this episode was worth it. Wow. So Henry, uh, Emma had savior shakes. Henry is having author apparitions. That's what I'm calling it. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) That's good. That, that that was creepy. Yeah. Creepy, freaky, and awesome. Have we seen a, a character be taken over with no eyes like that before? Or am I thinking of another sci-fi show? Um we've we've seen that happen, I'm pretty sure. And I'm I'm pretty sure we've seen that happen to an author. And that's how the author looks. Or that's I think we've seen that happen even to Henry when he was writing. But Okay. Here, he's he's writing weird symbols, which I am really looking forward to getting the screenshots to study those symbols and what he was writing a bit more. It, it I, I don't know. It's just awesome. Just, just, just awesome. <laughs> I'm going to say that a lot in this episode. I know it's a misuse of the word awesome. No, you know what? Actually, fearsome. Yes, this episode was fearsome. Yes, it was literally <laughs> awesome. I liked seeing Isaac again. I really yeah. like that character. Um I did think that it was a little peculiar. I I mean, I guess it makes sense. Go straight to the source. But I feel like my first inkling would have been to ask Rumpelstiltskin. But I guess he was otherwise occupied with trying to. And then I thought he was good again. And then now I don't know again. (laughs) Yeah, seeing the author was fantastic. Why go to Rumpel when you could go to the author and we could see Isaac once again, the guy that kind of put everyone on the path that led us to the entire story that is Once Upon a Time. Seeing the author, to me, so much about this episode 
seeing things in the beginning, seeing the author, seeing Neverland, and other things we'll talk about. I feel like this episode alone, even if they weren't talking about the final battle at the end, already made me feel like we're headed toward the series finale. And <laughs> mic drop. I know, I'm going to go on about the final battle because it's been my thing <laughs> since season one. I've been pretty hung up on that since season one as well. I think I've mentioned it multiple times in the podcast that they're not sticking to the pilot and that always kind of bugged me. And I'm glad that they're at least pulling the term out, even if it's, I mean, it's only the final battle if everybody dies, right? Because otherwise there's going to keep being battles and thus it's not the final. Or all the bad guys die or realize that they were doing bad things and stop doing it. So there's something to discuss. Gideon, all this time, has been controlled by the Black Fairy. That's cool. Didn't see that coming. So he's not necessarily a bad guy, right? I was really glad to see that Gideon's heart is not in his chest. Because, like you said, it doesn't make him a bad guy now. And from what we saw in the flashbacks, he's he wasn't really bad ever. Despite her every effort to try and make him bad, which didn't seem like a lot of effort, to be honest. But those flashbacks were interesting. Yeah, the exact flashback that he described previously about uh, reading the book, the boy being taken away, and he couldn't do anything to stop it, or wouldn't do anything to stop it because he was a coward. Yeah, using that term was likely intentional on her part. I mean, he wouldn't know his dad's history, but... That's what Rumpelstiltskin got called to, which kind of was the catalyst for a lot of what's happened in the show. And also of things, a lot happened in this episode, but it didn't feel like it was rushed or too crammed. I felt like they spent enough time in the right places with this episode. And one of those really cool places was getting to see Neverland. By the way, Blackbeard too, really cool to see Blackbeard. But seeing Neverland, that's awesome. It's it's like they're going to everywhere we've ever been before, almost, and we're getting to see it again. <laughs> I, I have to say, watching that scene, I was like, are they back in the Enchanted Forest? And then as soon as I heard the Lost Boys, I was like, it's Neverland. And all I could think was, rip. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do you think we'll see him? What happened to him? I forget. <laughs> uh, he's, he's probably grown up. Well, he came back to Storybrooke. So he's okay. not in Neverland. Uh, some of the Lost Boys did stay, but most of them, I think, did leave with everyone else and join the school. So now how is Hook going to get off Neverland? I would imagine maybe it's going to be something to do with the shadow or a shadow, someone's shadow. Maybe Pan's shadow is still there or maybe the shadow character is still there who is previously the sole inhabitant of Neverland. Or maybe he'll find things that were left by Neil when Neil was able to escape from Neverland. Whatever the case, it's probably going to be Pan something that <laughs> enables him to leave Neverland. But as long as Gideon has the tears, he can't get back to Enchanted Forest, supposedly. Uh, but, well, now that the Black Fairy is in town, is there any reason really to keep Hook away from Emma Unless it's that during the final battle, we're going to see everyone fighting. Emma's there fighting for the good, fighting against whoever is on the bad side at that point. 
and Hook just then portals into Storybrooke, comes into town, and Emma gets to see that one last look, and then she sacrifices herself and dies. <laughs> you've always said that you think Emma's going to die at the end of the series, haven't you? For a long time, you've... yeah. I think since season yeah. one, when the word savior started being used, we raised that point, and so did several of our listeners, that biblically, the idea of savior is sacrificing for others, uh, sacrificing for something. I mean, the first moment that I remember, and I, I think I just mentioned this episode last week, but the first moment I remember... Emma actually literally sacrificing herself. It just so happens that her heart couldn't be taken was when she jumped in front of Snow, sacrificing her own life when Cora was trying to take Snow's heart. And I think that that was kind of the moment that I realized that she might not make it through the show (laughs) because she does have that selflessness in her. And I do have to say that if they are going to fight a final battle right now, like in the rest of this season, they're picking evil is picking a very good time to bring this battle to them because they're down Hook. They're kind of down Rumple and Bell mm-hmm. because of the conflict with Gideon. They have no Blueberry and they only have one of the Charmings, whichever one they choose. And apparently Henry now is going to be having... What did you call it? Author Author, apparitions. Author apparitions. So they've pretty much got Emma and Regina and one of the Charmings, and that's kind of it. Well, and everyone else who lives in the town, I guess, but magic-wise. And who would be the villain? See, Rumpel is simply wanting to protect his son, and that's why he made that threat against Emma, which, man, laying it down there like that, but... He just wants to protect his son. And Gideon is not actually evil. He's being controlled by the Black Fairy. Rumpel wants to defeat the Black Fairy as well. And as Rumpel said, which was really cool to learn, the Black Fairy is the origin of, did they say the Dark Curse as well as the Dark One magic? They said the Dark Curse tonight, which I was a little bit annoyed about. But that's just because... I feel like it's inconsistent with what we know about the Dark Curse, but I could be forgetting details. Well, what we know is that Rumpel found it. Remember, there were the Chernabog, um, and he sent the witches, the, the queens of darkness, to go get the Dark Curse for him. And that was basically the recipe card for him. Okay. And he, yeah, he mixed everything together, but I think somewhere along the way, the word discovered was used, or maybe we use the word discovered. But I thought they also said that the Black Fairy was responsible for the Dark One magic, but Matthew Paul in the chat room is saying she didn't create the Dark One magic. I thought something about what Rumpel said, like, that gave you your power or the, something. We'll, we'll dig into this in more depth in our upcoming full discussion. Definitely send us your feedback on this episode, your theories. So much to talk about with this episode. Oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> So kind of an idea or a random theory that just came to me. I'm just thinking of the whole rule about that magic can't really be destroyed. It can only change in form. Mm -hmm. If they're trying to destroy the dark fairy, specifically if she's like the origin of all darkness, which like they haven't used those words, but it sounds like they're maybe pitching that she's at least a major player in the darkness. 
Emma is kind of the total opposite of that. And they kind of did this with Emma and Lily, but greatest potential for good and greatest potential for darkness. But what if they end up kind of having to neutralize each other? Because right now it's very black and white. And she even made a comment about people always seeing it in black and white. She said, don't listen to them. They only see the world in black and white. But that's, to me, that's the only way with the rules that they've established that they could actually get rid of the Black Fairy is to somehow neutralize her power, which could cost both of them their lives, in theory. Or their magic. Like Emma sacrifices, it, it would be led up like this. We would all think she's sacrificing her life and completely dying, but no, she's just sacrificing her magic, her savior status, and she's becoming normal uh, after that. Kind of like we saw all the darkness sucked out of Rumpel, we might see all the light magic sucked out of Emma, and then she would be a regular person. But we would be led to think, she just died, and then realize, no, she emerges from the smoke, victorious and still alive. (laughs) Very similar to totally going to spoil the end of Harry Potter if you haven't seen it or read it in the last two decades. Um, Don't listen anymore. Um, Kind of like when Harry Potter, everybody thought he was sacrificing himself, but really he was just going to kill the Horcrux that was inside of him. Yeah. And then again, he rose. There were a couple things that reminded me of Harry Potter today. So the giant spider, the baby kind of being you know, gazed at like he's going to be the savior of everything when they saw Gideon. The kids were gazing at him? No, like when, just when the dark fairy brought him in, it reminded me a lot of, uh, you know, kind of the opposite because she's evil, but of Harry Potter when they dropped him off and they knew he was, you know, bound for greatness. Well, you know who reminds me of people we can gaze on because they are bound for greatness. They have greatness in them and they share it with us. You know who that is? It's our heroes for this episode of the podcast. And we are very grateful for our amazing heroes. We couldn't do this podcast without you. So special thanks to Lisa Slack, Lisa R. And we've got a couple new heroes, Heather Peckfelder and Trainer James. Thank you very much for your wonderful support of the podcast and generous and kindness. And you are like that wonderful baby that comes into the dark, scary minds and you bring hope to the temple of doom. You shed light in the darkness. You help support the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We could not do this without your help. Now, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't gotten to be a hero yet to the podcast, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero to check out your options. Support the podcast with whatever you feel it's worth to you, whether that's a dollar a month, $10 a month, 20, 30, 50, 100, whatever it is worth to you. Think of whatever that value is that we bring to you. And that's what you could consider bringing back to the podcast. So go to oncepodcast.com slash hero and thank you for your support. An odd thing that stood out to me in this episode was that the Black Fairy referred to eons going on in the Dark Realm. And so it makes me wonder, how old is Gideon really? How long has all of this torture been going on? We think he's, and she even said 28 years old, or someone said 28 years old, which 28, that's a once upon a time number. Emma was 28 when she became the savior. I think Snow White was 28 when she gave birth to Emma. 
Uh, the curse obviously lasted for 28 years because that's how Emma was born on day one of the curse. She came back on her 28th birthday. Uh, a lot of other 28s, I think, in the show, maybe. So they're celebrating his 28th birthday, but that kind of makes me feel like either she's being sarcastic, as WWO is suggesting in the chat room, or time works completely differently inside of the dark realm, which we know time works differently. We just don't know how differently. I would say it would be like her her statement of eons would be accurate if Gideon's only been gone days maybe a week or two by Storybrooke standards. And if 28 years has passed in days or a week in the dark realm, then the, you know, hundreds of years since Rumpelstiltskin was a child would definitely be considered eons if that's how differently the time moves there. Well, you know, maybe this is one of those things kind of like when they use the word lousy in season two, and I (laughs) uh, gave a stink about that. Uh, Well, I just looked up the definition for eon, and one of the definitions is an indefinitely long period of time or age. So eons could be almost 30 years, an indefinitely long period of time. And what makes a long period of time? Well, it's very relative, so... Okay, so maybe it's I'm reading too much into a little statement there. It's probably like her way of saying, like, forever ago, Gideon. <laughs> That's exactly what she sounds like. <laughs> I'm really excited about this final battle thing. I keep bringing it back to the final battle. There were a couple of things that, like, I got really excited when I first heard that. And then as my logic brain started clicking in, I realized you know, if if Henry's like one storybook has covered everything we know of Once Upon a Time so far, all of those years, all of those flashbacks, everything, then the final chapter could be quite long. It could be an entire another season, really. It could be however long they make it. I would really like to see the final battle be contained within the rest of this season. Yeah. But we don't know really how long those chapters are. Plus, isn't there an entire building of blank books? That's what I don't understand about why Isaac is being all, no one wants to see the end, like the final battle, which like I said, if it's truly the final battle, I think that means everybody dies. And look back to season one and when Rumpelstiltskin first said those infamous words, he said, the final battle will begin So, yes, that could mean that we get a season seven. But if season seven is all one epic final battle, that could be really cool. A theory that uh, Jacqueline and Matthew Paul both share is that if we get a seventh season, it would be only a half season. And they would then have 11 or so episodes to wrap up the story and do this final battle thing. And I could see that happening as well. Because we really don't know. ABC has not yet announced whether Once Upon a Time is renewed. Uh, We might find out this very week. It's coming up to time that we would normally (laughs) find out by now, I believe. But we don't know. And just to be clear, in my opinion, based on the pilot, the final battle has to include bringing back the happy endings. That's what the show is all about. Even though they have significantly, it seems, strayed from that at times. If they're bringing it back to the final battle, I hope they're bringing it back to the happy endings because that is, we want to see all of these characters 
have happy endings. Maybe not Emma, because like you said, she might die. But <laughs> like Snow and Charming need to not be in a sleeping curse and need to perhaps be back in their kingdom. And, you know, there's things that need to happen for it to really do the show justice. And the themes of the show that we all fell in love with in season one, I would really love if they do have another season that they do those things justice. I really believe that the final scene of Once Upon a Time will be Henry writing and they lived happily ever after and closing the book. I'm confident that's going to be the final scene of Once Upon a Time. That would be a perfect ending to this show. And it means it would have to be true, too, that they somehow lived happily ever after, which means defeating these extremely dark characters and the villains and the final battle being won. So there's a lot of good, cool stuff coming. I'm really, really excited. This was a a fantastic episode. I love this episode. So make sure you send us your theories. I know you might want to also say how much you loved this episode as well. But if you have theories about this episode, about the final battle, about what's going on, about how Hook is going to come back, about Gideon, about the Black Fairy, who is now in Storybrooke. We didn't even mention that, but that sets up all kinds of awesome battles and things to happen. But if you have some theories about this, then please send those theories to us. Go to the website at oncepodcast.com slash 290. That's the show notes for this episode. And our contact information is in there. Or if you're listening on a podcast app on your mobile device, usually if you tap on or swipe in some direction over the cover art, or maybe just move, scroll around in some way, but you'll probably see a link there that you can tap on for our contact information, for our phone number to leave a voicemail, for, to send a voice message through the website, or to uh, email us through your own email program. But however you can, we'd love to have your feedback and theories as I feel like we are wrapping up the series completely And it looks like it could be an awesome ending with the final battle coming. I'm so happy about that. But in the meantime, we'd love for you to connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Aaron on Twitter at Aaron J. Cruz. Once Upon a Time will be airing on Sunday, April 16th, which is Easter Sunday. So keep that in mind with your plans. And until next time, remember, such powerful toys are not meant for such disobedient boys. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our heroes for supporting this episode of the podcast. If you'd like to be a hero too, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support. Mic drop. Did you just drop the mic again? <laughs> <laughs>